Hello, this is Rabbi Barry Gelman, and welcome to the other RBG on the Parsha. And now we'll talk a little bit about Parshat Kitisa. There is an enigmatic passage in the Talmud that offers us insight into a realm of spirituality that may be sometimes overlooked. Amar Rabbi Yochanan Mishum Rabbi Shimon ben Yochai, Rabbi Yochanan said in the name of Rabbi Shimon ben Yochai, Kol mitzvot Yisrael, all of the mitzvot that God gave to the Jewish people, natan lahem he gave to them in public. Chutz mi Shabbat, except for Shabbat, shenatan lahem bitzinah, which he gave to them in private. Shene'emar, as the pasuk, as the verse says, beini uvein v'nei Yisrael oti olam. It is a sign, the Shabbat is a sign between me, God, and the children of Israel, forever. And this verse quoted comes from our parsha. Beni uvein v'nei Yisrael oti olam ki sheshet yamim asa adunai et hashamayim v'yata'aretz uvayom hashvi'i Shabbat v'yinafash. It shall be a sign for all time between me and the people of Israel, for in six days God made heaven and earth, and on the seventh day, God ceased from work and was refreshed. The claim that Shabbat is a private matter is hard to justify, seeing that Shabbat is part of the Ten Commandments. Based on this question, Rav Baruch HaLevi Epstein, the Torah Tamima, suggests that while the commandments of Shabbat was given publicly, the reward for observing Shabbat was kept a secret. And perhaps this was done so as not to provide incentive to the other nations to observe Shabbat. This approach sets up a touching dynamic in that God desires some intimate private time, private ties as well with the Jewish people. Rabbeinu Bachya ben Asher suggests a parable in order to explain this special Shabbat arrangement. He says, the words Beni Uvein Vinay Israel between me and the children of Israel teaches that there was a hidden aspect which had been conveyed to the Israelites privately. When a king issues a command to a son or trusted servant, something not everyone knows about, he is apt to say to his son, Remember the thing that is between me and you. These are the things which had been agreed upon between father and son without any written protocol having been made of them. And so this dual imagery of king, servant, and parent, child suggests two possible reasons for secrecy. Perhaps it is a matter of national concern and survival that the secret stay safe. On the other hand, the secret Shabbat may represent a tenderness present in the relationship of father and son here between the Jewish people and God. Of course, for the Jewish people, both are true. The commitment to observe Shabbat has been a boon for our national survival, as well as a great sustainer of the Jewish family. As Echad Ha'am said, more than the Jewish people have kept Shabbat, Shabbat has kept the Jews. Another thought came to mind as I was pondering this idea of the private Shabbat. While Shabbat is understood here is an opportunity for communion between God and the Jewish people, what about private moments between individuals and God? 
so much of our faith and so many of our traditions are meant to be carried out within the context of community and or family. Does Judaism offer opportunities for private communion? Surprisingly, there are examples of this, and they can be very powerful ways to strengthen our connection to God. Take, for example, two tefillot, two prayers that sandwich the nighttime. The Kriyat Shema al-Hamitah, the Shema prayer recited before going to bed, is an opportunity to express gratitude to God and to ask for guidance and help. This is a prayer that is specifically designed to be said in private and is fertile ground to add elements of introspection and connection to God. And then there is the Ani prayer, said immediately upon waking up, where we thank God for restoring our soul in the morning. Ani and Shema, the first and last prayers of the day, are great examples of Jewish law creating space for private meditation with God. Perhaps their placement as the bookends of our day speak to their importance. One of the most well-known examples of private time with God is Hit Bodedut, popularized by Rabbi Nachman of Bratzlav. In Hit Bodedut, a person secludes themselves, often in nature, pouring out their needs, troubles, frustrations, and gratitude to God. This is an offshoot, as Rabbi Norman Lamb points out, of Rabbi Nachman's idea that prayer is an opportunity for a personal conversation between man and his maker. Shabbat, as a private matter, highlights the belief in a special relationship between God and the Jewish people. It is fortifying to consider this. Even as we believe that the messages of the Torah are for all, the notion of a private aspect of that relationship can be empowering. Practicing personal spiritual practices provides a similar boost for individuals. Personalizing a relationship, certainly one's relationship with God, can lead to greater and deeper commitments. And there is great promise in our desire to come close to God. When Moshe encountered God at the burning bush, Moshe asked for God's name. And God says, Eheyeh asher eheyeh, usually translated as, I will be what I will be. The Midrash, however, says that these words mean, what you will be with me, I will be with you. Our desire to find a personal relationship with God will be reciprocated by God in that God will come alive for us. And so I wonder, do the examples of private moments with God provided here resonate with you? Do you engage in Hidbodadut? How about reciting the nighttime Shema or Moda'ani? Do you have any other practices, private practices, where you are able to commune with God? Are there other ways that you express your personal relationship with God? It is so important. While we value and cherish the ability to serve God within our family context and in a community, opportunities to be with God just one-on-one are precious and ought to be sought after. Shabbat Shalom.